Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. And I love it because Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. I don't talk about it a ton, but I have a fishing company. Five years ago, actually five years ago this month, my best friend Aaron and I started a bass fishing weight company called Woo Tungsten because woo is the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. So we sell tungsten weights for bass fishing and Shopify has made it so incredibly easy. They have all the tools and the resources that we need. No matter how big or small your business is, they just make it so effortless. And like mine, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale. And you can reach customers online and across social networks with their ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And you can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond, which is something we use a ton. More than just a store, Shopify grows with you. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business today with Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire right now. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Shopify.com slash bluewire. All right, playing in the NFL, Antoine, as you know, you know, our schedules were crazy. Yeah. Um, you know, do this this time, do that that time. Always running around busy. Uh, we didn't have time to really, even though we like, I know I like to have a cocktail, you. Man, for sure, for sure. Um, I always, not, not only one, but maybe two or three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I know, I don't know about you, but I know I'm no uh, mixologist or bartender. So this cut water canned cocktails are perfect for, uh, you know, people like us. For yeah, sure, for sure. Uh, home watching games, um, just chilling in the backyard. Who knows? Um, so it's the perfect. I mean, they make perfect mixes, vodka mules, uh, margaritas, whatever your drink of choice is at whatever event, man. Cut order, canned cocktails be perfect for you, man. So, um, convenience is key. It's key. Convenience is key, man. Just leave it to the experts, man. Let them do their thing. Cut water, canned cocktails. Um, be on the lookout for them. They're good, they're delicious, and that's my go to. Great. I'm about to go grab me one right now. Hey, pop two. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to another very, very special episode. It's yours truly, Darius Butler, my co-host, Antoine Bethay. Back with another great episode of the Man to Man podcast. We have a special guest Indianapolis Colts own best defense in the league, Kenny Moore, <laughs> man, going into his fourth year. What's up, Kenny? Thanks for joining us, man. For sure. Uh, good to be here. I appreciate you having me on. Glad to have you, man. Glad to have you, man. How you feeling so far about this year, man? Feeling Two great. One. Healthy, healthy, blessed. Can't, can't really complain, but um, definitely around the right pieces of the puzzle to, mm-hmm. um, you know, win each week, so. Um, we just gotta get out, get after it in practice. Yep, yep, I feel you. So, um, y'all, y'all boys playing obviously lights out right now. Uh, after the first week, 
I know you there was Chuck with the Epson flows, ups and downs. I know y'all heard a lot of noise outside the building. Um, how did y'all just kind of block that out and just move on to two back-to-back dominate performances? Uh, you know, just getting back in the lab and just trying to minimize the mistake, you know, mm-hmm. each week. But uh, we have a lot to clean up. There's always room for improvement, um, you know, as far as uh, shattering the run and uh, having the right to, to, to get the ball out of, out of the air. So uh, we got to have the right to, to rush the passer. And to do that, we got to start the run first. So um, and that just starts in practice. Right. Nah, for sure. Yeah, you just kind of <clears throat> that was going to be my next question. I know it's early in the league. Um, out early in the season, my fault. But I was going to ask, like, as a as one of the key um, players on the defense on the team, I was just kind of asking you at the team, what do you guys feel as though um, this early part of the year where you can kind of improve on? Um, you can kind of just mention it, you know, as far as like right. you know, stopping the run and things of that nature. But um, if you can kind of like, um, you know, add on to that, what you what, what do you think you guys need to improve on? Uh, you know, like I already said, you know, stopping the run, but I, th- I think it's, it's more so just coming together as a unit, uh, coming together uh, and making that name for ourselves, having an identity that we want, you know, for other people to see, you know, whenever they cut the tape on how you want them to view us. So, um, and, and, and that goes from like running to the ball, making turnovers, uh, celebrating with each other and just, and all, and all those things starts in practice. Like I said, like we, we have to take practice so seriously. And we got to correlate that to the game. So, um, and and that goes back to like how how we're coached. They coach it so hard to where you know it's not going to be that hard in the game. So, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's just how it is. All right, all right. So, what would you say? I know you're in year four now, and I was with you your rookie year. What do you What do you feel like has been the biggest the biggest uh, change in your game personally, and then it's then the biggest change of how you just see the game as a whole. Um, I feel like it's my feel of it. Um, I wasn't I wasn't as fluid or, or smooth or, or really really as confident uh, rookie year. Everything was like, you know, walk uh, a baby walking walking into a candy store. Like it's so mm-hmm. much to see. Like uh, my vision wasn't as uh, clear. I feel like I, I didn't have the clarity as a rookie, uh, which is normal. Yeah. Um, but yep. you know, being around vets like yourself, um, people who are gonna give you the game and that experience, you know not necessarily being out there on the field, but someone to talk to and, and, and tell you like, hey, you know, third and short, you know, we thinking mesh or, you know what I'm saying, uh, sticks, you know, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, I think I think more so like the experience part of it and then just going out there and having it slow down mentally, uh, which obviously um, will, will make me play faster. So. Um, I would definitely say, you know, from rookie year to week, week to to year four, uh, definitely the tempo of the game. Tempo, feel four, okay. Yeah, feel four, yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, um, out there, you know, playing corner and playing, you know, moving inside, playing the nickel nickel spot. Um, which one? Which position you you feel so feel as though you have have the most fun? Uh, uh nickel by far. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, a lot more action in there. Yeah. I mean, every play you're gonna have some type of action as far as you know, run pass, you know, sacking the quarterback, trying to uh, drop back into pass coverages, or, or or just covering somebody. Uh, it's more of a leadership job at, at nickel that more than people ever even think or realize because you know I'm working with the corners and linebackers on on each and every play, 
and sometimes it's safety. So um, there's always leadership part that goes on to nickel. Um, mm-hmm. That you know, I can I can be at corner and I don't really ever have to say anything at all uh, if, if the receiver not um, off the ball or anything like that. If it's not a motion or anything, I don't yep. really have a leadership job at corner. It's more so just like, all right, what's the call? Okay, cool. Like I know I know what I gotta do, but nickel is so many like shifts and motions and everything that has going on uh, as far as the defense trying to replicate to the offense. But, but now what, one, of, one of the best things um, about your game, um, and it's a lot of good things, one of the best things is your ability to rush the passer. What did that, what did that come from? Was that yeah. something you did in college? Is it just something that you just kind of got a knack for in the league once they start calling them more? Because they, they ain't send me much. I mean, as a D coordinator, you got to know your personnel. You know your personnel. Right. That's, where, that's where it all boils down to, yeah. is knowing who you yeah. have in the room and, and how to put your players in the best position to win. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I didn't know I actually had it in me. Um but whenever, whenever the new coaching staff came uh, in 2018, you know, just just going through OTAs and and all the drills that we had going on back then, they just saw like my intensity and my quickness and, and my strikeability uh, to the point that they want to put in a lot of blitzes and everything. So, mm-hmm. and then in 2018, 2019, like we had, I remember in 2018 we called a blitz probably almost all the way down the field. You know what I'm saying? Stopping the run, trying to knock off timing. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it just boils down to uh, knowing who you have in a room and how you want to use that guy. Um, and then taking advantage of practice. I mean, you know, having luck in the room and, and trying to blitz luck and then now going against Rivers, uh, you mm-hmm. have those quarterbacks that know body language. They know how to yeah. critique yeah. me as a nickel and say, hey, when you look like this, I probably know when you come in or when I don't know you coming. So uh, it's it's more so just knowing myself, but then asking the quarterbacks that are, that I'm going against. You know, how can I better my game? So yeah, so I, yeah, man, it was it was just the coaches ain't know who they had, man. They ain't know. I probably I probably had it in me too. Nah, they, they they definitely knew who they had, but um, but you 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 said something just now that I think a lot of um, you know, I know as a player. And like you said, having the type of quarterbacks that you that you go against in practice kind of makes the game – the game is never easy, but it makes it easier. You know what I mean? Like you said, going mm-hmm. against Andrew Luck, going against Phillip Rivers. Um, like, again, like how much time do you spend with a Phillip Rivers outside the meet room, out off the practice field? How much time did you spend? Even though, you know, this offseason was condensed, you didn't get have a, mm-hmm. a bunch of time. Um, but, you know, during training camp, how much time did you get in his ear – um, as far as, you know, cause I, I, I knew I used to ask Peyton, I used to ask a lot of the quarterbacks, like, you know, how, I, how do our disguise look, you know, um, who's, who's, um, who's giving, who's that tell, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So we can go to them and be like, okay, well, you kind of tipping off the blitz or you tipping off the rotation. So like how much uh, time were you able to, um, get with Phillip and, and really uh, pick his brain? Uh, not all the time, but it was, it was, uh, I feel like whenever it was convenient, convenient for he or I to like reach out to each other. You know, whenever we first got him, I reached out to him. Uh, uh, I, kn- I knew some people and some people around the building that already had his phone number. I was like, Hey, what's his number? So I can send him a text. So, uh, but this off season, we got together as skills to, to do some like skills OTAs with each other. So like we, so the first time I meet him, it, it, it wasn't 
in the building, it was already like I already I already worked out with him at Grand Park. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, but now in the season, uh, we'll, we'll talk in between periods, or we'll talk uh, after practice in the locker room or something like that. But you know, just trying to gel everything together, not not just so not just as a defense, but as an offense, defense, special teams. We all just trying to we all just trying to win the day and then go out there and win on Sunday. So, um, yeah. That's that's pretty much how it is. I think that's a big big part of big part of growth, big part of getting better on both sides of the ball. They put out a report the other day. Um, and somebody asked me about it. Oh, Jalen Ramsey, he studies the other receivers and he talks to his team. I'm like, man, they go on all the time oh, in the NFL. Right. Yeah. And uh, I know uh, you know, been in those practices. I know Luck. Luck was one of those quarterbacks that every time, you know, I had a PBU or I broke on something or I read something, like he had questions, like, man, how did you know that was coming? And right. same thing, vice versa. Um, you know, how did we how do you know this coverage or that coverage? And um, you know, that helped that helps both sides of the ball. But um, kind of back to uh what we were talking about with the quarterbacks. Um, having a new quarterback this year, having Phillip, I think he's leading the league right now in uh completion percentage. Uh going in the last game, I don't know if they had a three and out last game, but going in the last game, it was only offense without a three and out. Um, how does that change? Uh, how does that change everything for y'all? Or does, does that change anything? Y'all just feel like y'all just got to do your job regardless. Uh, we got to do ours regardless if it's a if it's a, if it's a turnaround play. We got to get back out there. Hey, we got to go make a stop. If it's in our if they are in the red zone when we get out there, they they only leave with three points. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it, it's just a it's just a swagger that you got to have whenever you whenever you on defense. It's just they they just can't get anything. But uh, as far as the offense, I mean that just pertains to them. Um, you know. We getting our rest while they while they on the field. So right, uh, man. No three and out. Yeah, that's love. (laughs) Yeah, no, I like it. Yeah, that's love, man. Let's talk about your like your journey, man. You know, um, like you said, you know, coming from was Valdosta, Valdosta, right? Yeah, Valdosta, Valdosta, right, right. Yeah, Valdosta State, coming from a smaller school. Two two nine. Two two nine. I respect it. Um, so kind of similar to um. You know, kind of my story, and I know how I was kind of, um, you know, coming into the league with a chip on my shoulder, um, and just the path was just a little different than, you know, um, some of the other guys. But at the end of the day, uh, you can create your own narrative. Just talk about when you was coming into the league, coming in from um, from college, your mindset. Like, did you have a chip on your shoulder? And, and you know what I mean? How do you see yourself, um, you know, now? Like, do you feel as though you're here or you still have some – obviously have some room to improve, but – you know what I mean? How how's your journey so far? Uh, my journey has been great. Definitely hasn't been easy. Um, but I feel like I belong in this league. Um, I, I I feel like, you know, I'm 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 just working for my game to flourish. I'm not I'm not nearly as where I want to be yet. I haven't accomplished anything in this league. Um, I got a I got a lot of a lot of work to do for my name to be respected. So, mm-hmm. um, and and that's just how I feel each and every day. That's that's why I go out there and play like I'm a madman. But uh, <laughs> now nah, I, um, you know, from from being in New England and and, and coming over here, uh, I'm I'm just ready to compete each and every day. I just want to work. That's all I want to do and, and win football games. So uh, that, that's really how I take on each day that I put on that horseshoe. Respect it. Yeah, got it. Got it out the mud, man. So, like, so when you coming onto the scene, um, you're undrafted free agent, right? Yeah. Undrafted free agent, then released by the Patriots. Can't we? We signed you, I think, right before the season, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so right before the season, and you come in, and then you come from that, and now you're in year four, and coming into the season, you know, you're on everybody's board, right? If I'm, if I'm playing the Colts, I got to know where 23 is on defense. Like, we got to have certain things to attack him, you know, certain things that he does well, so certain things that he that we may not think he does so well. So how does that, uh, for, like, the fans out there, how does that change your mindset going into a game? I know offensively it's, it's different, but defensively, how does that change your mindset, or does it for you? Uh, not so much. I, I pretty much just play my game and mm-hmm. uh, at my position, I'm more reactionary. I can I can feel like what they're trying to do and, you know, we'll probably make our sideline adjustments, but it's more so at, at the nickel position. It's more so reaction. Like you, you really can't do too much because I, I did all my thinking uh, Monday, Tuesday through Saturday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, on Sunday, I'm not really trying to think about um whenever we get this play i got to think about this this is like now nah, i already drew up the s's and o's during the week so i ain't got to think whenever i come out here it's more so just playing fast and just being two three when, at the end of the day so uh it's more so like my game i don't really i hate like stressing myself out giving myself anxiety about you know what's going on just play a game everything will come to you leave it all up to god just play with effort play full speed that's a bet. That's, That's a, bet. a bet. I like it. I like it. So we got some um we got some questions from um off of Twitter for some fans. Um one of your ex teammates, man, Eric Ebron. E, he was like uh <laughs> asked Kenny about our epic battles in the slot. Um so like working, I mean obviously, you know, working with guys in practice, man, they make you they make you better. Um, and again, just depending on who they are, when you get to the game, it's like, ah, man, I done seen somebody two, ten times as better as you, you know what I mean, in practice that I work, uh, work, work in front of. How was those battles with, uh, with E? Uh, it was, it was some great battles. It was <laughs> some great battles, but, uh, I feel like every win, every loss that I've taken, you know, not even just Ebram is, is shaping 23 to be 23. So, uh, it's much love, much respect for Eric Ebron. Uh, I'm wishing him the best going forward. But uh, it was some great battles going, you know, from from, from camp to OTAs to uh, I was matched up on him probably uh, a few days, like, straight. And uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie, like, he stressed me out. But mm-hmm. I was I was getting his head too. But uh, that's just what you got to love about, you know, the game of football and yeah. going against your teammates. Uh, definitely growth that he, he's helped me with and all the trash talk. <laughs> <laughs> While we talking tight ends real quick, I want to I want to ask you real quick. We know Jack Doyle, Mr. Reliable, always going to do his job, get open. What y'all think about um, Mo Alley? Because I was there when he first got there, and you kind of <laughs> saw the potential. And now watching him, I, I see the confidence growing. I see him, you know, really just becoming a football player, obviously coming from the back. Wish your team could find some next-level talent. When your business needs someone with the right skills fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is it makes hiring easy, all in one place. For example, the assessments. Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking 
all the way to coding. Start hiring now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash blue wire. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash blue wire. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Basketball side of things. Now you see him and potentially can be a, a, a real threat. He's already a real threat, but I'm saying even yeah. more of a dominant force going forward. Um, are y'all as excited in the building um, as we are outside the building about Mo Alley? Very supportive. Very supportive. Mm-hmm. I, I think we – I know we have the guys in the locker room that are very supportive, uh, genuinely, and uh, I call them big guard. Big guard. Uh-huh. <laughs> Basketball. But, um, you know, you know, when the ball is in the air and it's 50-50, I feel like it's 51-49, Mo's coming down with the ball. So yeah. uh, I got a lot of respect and a lot of love for Mo. Uh, just because I, I've seen his road from a distant um, – of him being on the 53 man roster and, mm-hmm. and now I'm producing for the team. So, uh, he's a, he's a very quiet, as you know, like yep. he, he's self reserved, but he's, he's very hardworking. And I know he, he, he loves the game of football. So, uh, it's, it's good seeing Mo flourish. And, yeah. uh, I wish, I wish him the best too. Man, it's dope, man, to hear you say that. You know what I mean? We just speak highly of your teammate, man. And um, on the field, you can kind of see it correlates just the way, you know, you guys are out there flying around, having fun, like you said, celebrating when somebody makes a play. Um, And I think me and D-Buck, we spoke on that before, whereas, um, you know, that that relationship you guys have off the field and how you feel about a person off the field, that correlates to on the field. Like, how you guys' relationship as, as a whole you know what I mean? Guys in the locker room, how is your relationship off the field? It's great. Uh, I think you can really tell, you know, if if a team is close-knit, if they hang out in the offseason. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because no one is telling you to hit these guys up and everybody's scattered across the country with whatever they want to do. But uh, when you have great teammates and, and a good close-knit team, you know, they're going to hang out whenever – um, it's not mandatory, mm-hmm. and you know, going to community service and seeing Mo there yesterday, it, it was great. It was yeah. great feeling having him at the juvenile center yesterday. But uh, definitely working out with him in LA too. Like uh, you, you never, you just never know how far a relationship can go. And uh, you know, just like my relationship with D. Butt, like mm-hmm. I, I've talked to him this entire off season uh, and and throughout the season, and really just like a big bro, and, yep. and not so much like. Hey, can you do this for me? It's more so just like, how you doing? Like, I just want to know how you doing, how your family doing. So, uh, you know, that, that's pretty much how it is. That's all mm-hmm. up. That's dope. Yeah, dope. Yeah, absolutely. Now, with you, um, with your ascension on the field, I feel like you, you, you've descended just as much off the field. You know, and you kind of touched sure. on it with, um, with, with you, um, what you've been doing in the community, um, especially in Indianapolis. Uh, how did how did that come about? Like, where is that just kind of how you were raised? Is that like what where did that come from? Because I know even last week, you know, you got the pick and you auctioned off your jersey, um, your game worn jersey. Like, um, you know, just just kind of touch on that a little bit, man. How does that affect you? Like, where did that come from? Uh, just how I was raised, uh, mm-hmm. and, and being raised in the church that we was always we was always doing uh community service, and uh, at Saint Paul AME back in Valdosta, Georgia, I had this game on. A little shout out for him, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it was just instilled, you know, from from my mom, and she was always telling me to do stuff for other people. But 
you know, you know, when your parents tell you something, you know, you don't really know what they're really talking about until you yep. get older and you, yeah. you know, become wise and you begin to like open your eyes a little bit and you begin to to, to understand the world. But um, yeah, it was just it was just one of those things where I, I just it was just how I was raised and how I was instilled. And, and whenever I went to college, we still went to elementary schools to read and uh, read across America Week and, and all these types of, of, of different events that we had going home. So um, just something that I that I that I cherish of, of how I was raised. That's what's up, man. We'll keep that going, man. And uh, we we gonna challenge you to get a a Walter Payton Man of the Year. Uh, we sure. definitely, I, I definitely see that in your future. I know Tuan, what uh, you got? Two? Yeah, I got two, two of them things. Yeah, two of them things. I got up. one. So um, you know, Kenny, you got to join the club. You get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, challenge you to keep the tradition I'm going. Looking forward man. to it. Bet, bet. What else we got, man? We got another question for you. Another question. Um. Uh, I'm get a good one for you. Um, nah, that's a good one. Um, in your opinion, what part of your game um, have you been working to approve on the most? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, who asked that one? That's, that's one. um, uh, Dev underscore Rutherford. Okay, good question. Good question. Um, I, I see a part of my game that I've been working the most. I think, I think, uh, man to man coverage, man to man coverage, because I feel like people think I'm just like a blitzer or like I'm pretty good at like baiting a quarterback in certain like coverages or whatever, but you know. When it's third down, you got to get off the field. And he called man to man. It's like, all right, I got to buckle up and I got to get off the field. But mm-hmm. um, like I like I was already saying, like it starts in practice. But you know, going against the guys that we have in practice, uh, they gonna make it a rep, whether you want it or not. They gonna try to go catch that ball. So um, I, I think that's something that I've been working on for sure. But you know, since it's this past week, I got a PI, so I got I got to just keep working. On that was that was that was some BS, yeah. man. What was that? Yeah. The first third down. Yeah, yeah, afraid, yeah. That was that was that was some BS, man. Just like that one in the, the Bills game, but um, you know that that was uh wasn't that a point of emphasis on uh, this year? Legal contact, OPI. Yeah. Pre-season. Yeah. Also, yeah. They'll they'll but, die down on that, you know. Yeah. Come week nah, eight. But definitely man to man coverage. Okay. Okay. You're always going to have to always going to have to at some point strap up and get off the field, man. What else? We Never want to be that guy on third down, man. But it'd it be tough, <laughs> man. Never want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, but hey, you got to thrive. You got to thrive in that, though, man. That's yeah. that's the best part. That's the you best part it. about it, especially uh, DB corner nickel, whatever. You know, when that call come in, and like uh, somebody asked me last week, uh, you know, biggest difference <laughs> of playing corner nickel and safety. I'm like shit when that when that cover one come in, I'm a safety. That's love. I'm communicate. <laughs> hey, look at that, look at that motion. When they come in, I'm a nickel corner. Uh, I, okay, yeah, okay, I, I got unless uh, it's, <laughs> unless you unless they got a um unless you playing Kansas City or um or yeah. Philly and you cover one safety got to come down like yo it's shit yeah. bulls out on your back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, no I like you got to thrive in that, man. You got to nah, thrive, nah, especially, nah, especially sure. if you matched up on their guy. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because guys move around. Him. Yeah, they move around guys so much. You know, every top receiver, they're going to be moved around now. It's not like back in the day or like the back the old indie days when you knew Marvin's going to be on one side and Reggie's going to be on the other. Like now, guys, they're going to slot in the backfield motion out there. Yeah. So you never know. So that third and six come out and all right, I'm on the guy. I got to win. I know I'm getting action. I got to win. So um, yeah. I, I love it, man. I still get yeah. to hear standing up on my back. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got, man? Yeah, I hope we got. Yeah, I'm gonna ask this one. Um, this IG Jake underscore Graham 21. Who's the funniest guy on the team? Funniest guy. Who's the team clown? Who was y'all? Who was y'all team clown, Twan? Bro, we had a uh we had a locker room full of team clown. When I, <laughs> when I first got there, we had Cato June. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Dominic Rhodes. Um, I'll say Gabe Brackett. He was on that on that list. <laughs> that list too, yeah. yeah. See, I, I had a group. Too. I had Matt Light was the first one in, uh, in New England. <laughs> Matt Light was a clown. Um, Rich Orenberger in New England. Obviously, Pat McAfee and uh, Andy and um, – in Carolina, Cam Cam was probably a team team clown. Always keeping guys upbeat. Always had a prank or something. So who was that guy? Who was that guy in the twenty twenty coach locker room? Uh, I'll, I'll probably give it to the linebacker room. Probably probably D Leonard and Matt Adams. Hey, Matt Adams. Okay, Adams. Matt Adams is crazy. He's a crazy guy. <laughs> He's definitely a crazy guy. Yeah. All right. You you did you have any any pranks? Any training camp pranks? Anything like that in New England? Nah, we didn't have yeah. any. None of that? Okay. Man, wow. we got our we got our special well not I think it was Pat, yeah, it was Pat and them. Got our special teams coach in um in training camp one year in Indy. Mm, had that boy hot. Had um, <laughs> had, um the, the packaging peanuts. Yep. Um car full, so, huh? Somehow I got his keys and we was in the dorm. They put they put they parked this car in the middle of the dorms where everybody could see it. <laughs> Put the package of peanuts in the junk, and then they wrapped it with saran wrap. With the saran wrap, what? Yo, oh, I'd have been hot, man. What? Hey, back back in the day, I was vicious. Back in the day, boy, oh, I came to the league, and they still was doing some of that stuff. But my my group, you know, DBs usually got a pretty cool group. Yeah, so being on one of those teams where it's usually. I would say that the biggest culprits, at least back in the day, was like O line and D line. O line, D line. Like yeah. they was always the biggest bullies. They had the right. worst, or the quarterbacks. You know, the cash who had real money. You know, you'll come out. I think Brady he left somebody calling bricks one time because something they did to him. So like, wow, you know, connected, it got pulled. But um, that done, that done subsided a lot since um since some stuff done went down in the league. But uh, yeah, it's, it's all it's all it's all part of it. Yeah, I got an, I got another question. It's on Twitter at uh, PMI Matt. Um, what was the hardest life adjustment you had moving to Indy? Um, I know mine was dealing with that damn snow. Oh, <laughs> it probably snowing Valdosa. No, no, we 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 ten minutes from Florida. Oh sh! Damn. Okay. Yeah, we way out. We way yeah, out. I don't know nothing about that. Y'all yeah. close to ninety five or seventy five? Yeah, I ain't go to seventy five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, Twan Twan was born in uh Savannah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got two sisters that live there. Yeah. yeah. Three hours east of us. 
Yeah, I ain't spend no real time out there though. Yeah, Indy, 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 a nice city though. Indy been, Indy been up and coming. Indy year by grew. year, I felt like it got better. Indy yeah, grew, uh, grew on me quick. Yeah, city, city's going up quick. Um, What's, I would say that the biggest adjustment is just adulting in general. Like, it's a lot of things <laughs> that I couldn't. Hey, like taxes, like I can't even think right now. Mm-hmm. Man, going grocery shopping, like everything, <laughs> <laughs> trying to fill the fridge up, something like yeah, I don't know, just that, just the whole college life, and then uh, you, you like a whole adult now, like it's forcing yeah. you to be an adult. So that was that's, the hardest part. I feel like yeah, that's def- definitely an adjustment uh, for sure. <laughs> for real, that's definitely just because people people kind of take that for granted too. Um, you know, because they just feel like you know everything's handled for you, but exactly. you know, the more the more things that you can um, you know, that you can put people in place for to handle for you, obviously the better. But um, you know, you coming home and it, for me, I when I was out there, I was eating most of my meals at a facility. At a facility, yeah. Or yep, yeah, or bringing something from yeah, there with the wit. Yeah, like the <laughs> wit, you know, whip whip me up something, man. I was talking to somebody the other day, man, <laughs> like. That that we fired the whip, bro. That like brought the team morale uh, down, bro. How about the ass was the whip still out there? And, uh, oh, man, yeah, they got rid of him. Was my guy, man. He's was my come, guy. You thought that with the whip too, Kenny? The real bacon. Oh, okay. I didn't know you was out there with him. Nah, he yeah. was there with the right? Yeah, he had to be the, the old, old, cool, cool yeah. ass black dude. Yeah, man, yeah. Yo, he used to make the best salads, bro. Bro, he used to whip up. Almost anything, any, anything, anything, yeah, anything, yeah. bro. Something, Everything. something was going to. Hey, I need a cake for for this or that. You know, you throwing. Um, take advantage, yeah. I take yeah, advantage. yeah. That's you know, that's so, part of part of yeah. being in it. Yeah, I, I know. I used to bring some steaks for him. I used mm-hmm. to bring some steaks. They say, look, put these steaks in the fridge in the freezer. Don't let nobody get these, yo. That used to be my lunch and my dinner. Yeah, they they yeah. switch. They switch it all up, man. They kind of trying to get all these these five star. Uh, chefs and then we went through like three or four chefs in like two years. Uh, my last two years there, man. But yeah, I'm sure they got something together over there now. Yeah. How how is that, man? How 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 was that been? You know the new all the new changes, all the new updates to the facilities. Um, meetings, uh, I feel like it just been for it better. I yeah. You talking about like as far as like COVID restrictions? I'm saying for all for all that stuff for like within the because I can't imagine how it is within the, in the locker room and then around the building and stuff now. How is that? How has that adjustment been? Uh, it's pretty much the norm now. But when we first got here, and we had to wear tracers and um, like we have like the plexiglass between each locker and uh, like we we have like a certain capacity who can like lift weights with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't so, understand that though, because y'all practice yes, together. So. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's a lot of things that you probably wouldn't understand. But I mean, it just is, you know, it's whole league wide regulations or whatever like yep. that. Like our team, team meeting room is in like the pavilion and stuff like that. So, um, it's definitely some changes being made. Like we don't, we aren't in the same meeting room as usual. Like mm-hmm. we, we in another uh, area of the facility, but um, it's pretty much a norm now. So let me ask you, right? So you say it's the norm, but I mean, obviously, he just came out reports. You know, Tennessee kind of had a um, an outbreak or whatever as a player. Um, if you had to go up against Tennessee um, this week, like, would it make you feel a little bit uncomfortable, or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure, for sure. That's what you'll be thinking about. But I mean, like, 
I would feel as if if I'm on this field, then I, I feel as if they healthy. Yeah. But you never know these days. Yeah. Not real. With the That's false real. positives and everything. So. Yeah. What? 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 Once Derry Henry hit that corner, you ain't gonna be thinking about COVID. Nah, <laughs> I gotta get this guy on the ground. <laughs> That's a fact. I gotta hit milled up and see what's going on out there, sure. man, with uh, sure. Tennessee. But I hope, uh, I hope they get it under control, man. And, and it's oh, gonna be sure. crazy, you know. With the, I, I saw that they would potentially will reschedule some games and just what that would do for the whole schedule and throw things off. Dang. So, um, from from you know. I feel like from the beginning up until now, the NFL kind of been coasting. You know, it's been on point. You know, guys have been, you know, taking care of what they need to take care of. Uh, Much better than I anticipated. I just thought it's just so many people, so many bodies, so many different places. Um, Just the whole operation that, you know, it was bound for something to happen. But it's been a a hundred times better than I ever thought. Could have been. Hats off to y'all, man. Not on y'all team, but, you know, the whole league is a whole, man. Like you said, it's a new normal. So, you know, guys are obviously responsible so that's what's up mm-hmm. that's what's up man you been watching these playoffs i gotta ask you about these playoffs Ooh, nba NBA, yeah for sure for sure every who day you, who you got la or miami uh i had that man i think that's a trick question nah ain't no trick uh, question i'm going with the trick question i'm going with the underdog too i'm going with the underdog yes sir i'm going with the underdog he is six you heard him Oh, that's yeah. see. I said that. I, I probably said that what two days ago. You said he six yesterday. I said he and six or Lakers and five. Oh, it's, come it's on, gonna man. be one of those. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah, one of those. Same thing I said. I that's what I, I said. Yeah, Lakers, Lakers and five. I, I did. I did have the Heat and six though. Damn, but you a couple. All right, tell me this. Rank them one, two, three. Nah, come MJ, on. MJ, Kobe, Bron. <laughs> MJ Kobe, bro, you got to break it real quick. You young too, so I know you grew up and young, Kobe was kind of your MJ. MJ. Barely saw MJ, right. and then Bron. You know he's still, he's still Bron. So who you got? You got to break it. Like we, I feel like we got to put MJ one though. I feel like we have to. Why? Because that's who everybody chasing. That he he's just been the image. He's he's been the guy. Like I don't uh. know. That's fair. I, I can't I can't argue too much with MJ one. Okay. I never fair. watched him. I never watched Did him. you watch the last dance? Yeah, so I mean okay. he was tough. He was yeah, tough. He, yeah. So you got MJ one. Kobe and then LeBron. I'm I got Kobe over LeBron. Wow. Mm. I mean you interesting. Yeah. I mean that's like that's like that too. Like that was quick. Kobe, I mean Kobe. You can't argue. I mean, you really can't. You, you I mean, don't get me. Wrong. You can't argue. You can put them three anywhere. Yeah, you can put them three anywhere. In, 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 you can put anywhere. them anywhere. anywhere. Put them anywhere. I, 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 I won't. I won't. I won't. Yeah, I won't. It's opinionated. Yeah. It definitely is. And I know the goal. LeBron. Second. I'm a. I'm Bron. Bron is number one all time for me, just because of his longevity, uh, his dominance, his weight. What was uh, expected from him from day one? Like he was the chosen one since probably sophomore year in high school. And you know, we know as athletes, like you know, it's it's, it's something to that. Like you got to deal with that pressure, you got to deal with that scrutiny. Um, and he's he's dealt with it uh, on and off the field. What he's done, I can't I can't not think about what he's done off the court off too. The court. So yeah. that I know it's just a who's the better basketball player, but for me, it, it I encompass it all. So he's he's number one for me. MJ probably one B. It's hard for me to even put him at two, and then and then Kobe. That's tough. Three. 
Kobe for three sure. for me for sure. But I, yeah. I mean, I love watching them all growing up. I mean, I kind of grew up. Me and Bron about the same age, but Kobe and uh, MJ's mindset and their grind, their their intensity. Yeah, it was it was different. It was different. Yeah. And I, and I love I growing up watching that. I didn't I didn't start gaining like a oh. I respected Kobe as a player all throughout. You know what I'm saying? He was a dog, mm-hmm. but I really, really didn't start like realizing like how much he impacted the game until like later on in his career, even into his retirement. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, like you said, LeBron, I always been, I've been a LeBron fan. Just like you said, just what he's, he's brought to the game on and off the court. You know what I mean? What he's been having to live up to, like you said, since, you know, since he was in high school. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys, you know, coming straight out of high school, you know, they, they just don't live up to the hype. Um, and he's done and he surpassed that. So it's, 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 like you say, it's opinionated. It's tough, but I, I got LeBron one. For sure. For sure. Wait, hold on. Emmy. Um, did you win a, uh, an Emmy this all season? I did. I Tell did. me about that. Did, uh, Kobe did that too, right? He won a Grammy. Oh, he, he won, won a, a Grammy. Grammy for, yeah, uh, yeah, he won a oh, Grammy. Emmy. That's yeah. big right there. Yeah, tell me Emmy. about that Emmy. That no, boy won an Emmy while he's still playing, man. Talk to us about that. Uh I just came. I forgot about that. We we did a we did a coach production called Coach Life. Mm-hmm. And uh they basically cover like a ten minute uh short film on just who you are as a person. But like we've done what Bobby, Darius, A Walk. Um, myself, uh, Naheem Hines, and uh, it was just cool that uh, that one was nominated for the short film or whatever. But mm-hmm. I had I had like three of them that was nominated for for different things, but luckily like that one uh was was chosen or whatever. But it was about you know coming to my hometown. Uh, I, I hold a community festival and a football camp each year uh, on the same weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the day before, we do like a bat pla- a backpack blitz um, at the Boys and Girls Club to get the kids ready for school and everything. Um, and then, you know, just going around town and just, I, w- I was just giving out jerseys to, to people that I appreciated um, that helped shape me be Kenny Moore II. So, um, you know, I just they felt like it deserved the Emmy, so I mean, I'll take it. But like, nah, it, up, it was huh? it was a true blessing, though. It was a true yeah. blessing. That's that's a dope. Account. Did you ever imagine in your wildest dreams you'd want an Emmy, bro? Was that, no, was like, that something? <laughs> I, I think whenever uh, I saw Kobe win a Grammy, I was like, dang, like athletes can really like, yeah, go into a whole different like field. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just about your work of art as far as like your job that you take on each day is more so like using your job to maneuver through different things and accomplishing literally whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? So, right. uh, you know, the Emmy is back there and, uh, I see it every day whenever I walk out and I'm just like, dang, like, that's crazy. It's a reminder, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's love. That's but love. It's more so that I want to do, um, like that gave me like, uh, what I want to say that like encouraged me to like do more than mm-hmm. just football. It's... Yeah, I mean that, that's another platform. Um, that's another platform. The goat started 
more than an athlete, man. I think um, even yeah. been on the other t- been on the other side of it, man. You know, now being retired from football, and um, you know, being in, in contact with um, you know a lot of former players, and I know kind of once you lead a game, a lot of us struggle with you know kind of who we are outside of football because it's hard to get where we get. Like you got to dedicate so much time, energy, and effort into it. That is hard to kind of even identify with something outside of obviously outside of, you know, being a father, son, brother and things like that. But, um, you know, doing something that impacted other people, winning Emmys. And it's not obviously about just winning an award, but like you say, your community festival, your book back blitz. Like I know all those things for me, those always meant more to me. Even when I was playing the game, when I would go in and, and give my time to somebody and, and just to see the impact or the look on those faces. I know you got a close relationship. Uh, we had a close relationship with uh, Mighty Mason. I always see you talking talking about him, and uh, just all those impacts. Uh, as an athlete, we go through so much, man, and we're shaped to just keep going, to adapt, to to learn, yeah. to change, and and those are transferable skills in life, man. And so, I mean, I just think the more we empower each other, empower ourselves, and just keep changing, uh, keep growing. So, um, I'm yeah. glad, man. Hats off to you again, man. I got I got to yeah, see you again. I come out there. All nah, right, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, Let me yeah. know. Yeah, for sure. And man, uh, good luck. Good luck on the rest of the season, man. Keep balling. Yes, uh, keep sir. being the lead on the defense and on the team, man. And most importantly, man, keep doing what you're doing off the field. Um, like D Bud just said, man. Um, you know, a lot of people look up to us um as as athletes, but for you to take your time out, like you said, community service yesterday, keep doing that, man. And again, man, best of luck to you. I appreciate y'all. Good luck to y'all going forward too. I appreciate, appreciate all the love and respect. Appreciate it. Appreciate Thanks, it. man. Thanks for joining us, bro. Love. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. So we got game one tomorrow or tonight, whenever this come out. Lakers with Miami at Lakers. You already know who I'm rolling with. I'm rolling Miami. Rolling with the Heat. I said then six. Got to win game one. I like the Heat. But if we bet and I need the spread, I think the spread is five and a half. I need nah, the spread, it's, the NBA, it's the NBA Finals, man. <laughs> I need the spread, bro. We going, it's the NBA Finals. You got the Heat, you know what I mean? I got the Lakers. Yeah, you got, I got the Lakers. Man, we straight up. We don't need no spread straight right up. now. Yeah, it's the, it's the NBA Finals. What you mean? Come on, it's a five and a half point spread, Man, bro. the two best teams, I don't care about what they doing in Vegas and all of that, man. Man, bet good, man. Bet good. Bet good. Man. That's what I'm talking about. That's I got Jimmy Butler, man. Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, Buckets. Jimmy Buckets, man. You heard, what he, you heard what he said. If you want to win a championship, you got to go through Braun. That's what you, they got to hey, do. You got to go through Braun at some point, hey, man. That, that, and, and that's real. This 10 straight hey, that was real. outside ten of him straight. being injured. Whether you beat him or he beat you, like you got, you gonna have to see him. Yeah. You gonna have to see. It's inevitable. That boy, like Thanos, man. Hey. So, it's, I mean, hey, look, look, it's gonna be. I, I, I do wanna have. I do wanna see a good finals, though. I don't wanna see a sweep. Um, I wanna see a good finals. You know what I mean? Like you say, Jimmy Butler, the Miami Heat, they've been balling. The young boys been been playing well for them. So mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I just me, want, me too. I want to see Bron get another ring. And um, add on to his legendary career, man. I'm 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 happy for the Heat, man. I'm happy for the city. Uh, I'm happy for the Lakers too. You know they deserve it. Uh, you know they they were kind of the favorites. I think coming into this season, whenever you put you know LeBron James and Anthony Davis on the same two top five players, in my opinion, on the same team, um, mm-hmm. you know you expect them to at least reach the finals. And uh, I don't think, but for the Heat, I don't think a lot of people expected this team. It's the first nah. finals. 
where both teams missed the playoffs the year before. Obviously, we know LA missed because Braun was out. Uh, nobody expected this band of players and, and the Heat besides them to be in that in that um, you know in that in this final. So I'm excited about it, man. I know the city city is on fire. We wish we had some games down here, man. You can imagine this, man. These games, man, well, LA and Miami. Hey, like, oh. hey, hey, I would have to come down here. We would have to do it. Hey. And we was gonna have to shoot to a game for sure. Had to, man. For sure, but, uh, for sure. Boys in the damn bubble. Hey, but, uh, an- good an- though. Another thing though. So Doc and the Clippers, they part ways. Where do you think he's going next? I I thought I thought Houston initially, mm-hmm. but I don't see him really wanting to play with that roster because that's something that's 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 too unique. Um, I don't know, man. So you got the Pelicans. You got um the Rockets, um the, the Philly, Philly hire somebody yet? They ain't hired nobody yet. You got Philly. Um where did Billy Donovan go? I know he left OKC, but left I feel OKC. like he got hired. Um Billy Donovan. Damn, I can think I can see him in my head. I just can't. That's- where would Doc Rivers go though? Uh, I mean New Orleans. I don't think New Orleans is a bad job. I don't think New Orleans is a bad job. I, I can't believe I can't believe the Clippers tricked that off like that this year though, man. man. If they would have lost in the West Conference Finals, everybody would have been like, all right, you know, next year, give him another year. Oh, he went he went to the Bulls. Billy, Billy Donovan, Donovan went, to, went okay. to the Bulls. Yeah, he tricked that. They they tricked that up. Yeah. And with your guy, the on uh, the best play, well, you said like a month ago or two weeks ago, the best player um in the world, Kawhi Leonard. Um, yeah, I was tripping. Yeah, 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 I was he, tripping. They tricked it off. Playoff pandemic, P tripped it off. Yeah, you do that uh, a lot. He, he, he tricked it off. Da, I mean, Doc Rivers didn't have his best series either, though. And I, I was critical of him in some games. Uh, he's so, obviously not out there playing, but it's certain things yeah. you got to do as a coach. What you? Um, all right, what you gonna do? Right, you got you got Paul George. I think he mm-hmm. gave himself that nickname. Um, Playoff P. Yeah, I think he gave himself that nickname. You got you got uh Paul George, you got Lou Will, mm-hmm. you got Kawhi, you got Pat Bev. And like at at some point, it's like what kind of what kind of plays you want me to draw up? Like what type of substitution it, 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 you want me to it's what not kind of substitution? Even, like, what is it? Tell me. It's not even got, to the play, it's not even just the plays, man. It's just like I can just vividly remember, I think it was game six. And uh, because you remember they kept blowing those leads, so and mo and back to back games. So when that happens, you blowing back to back like something about like 16, 19 points leads in the second right. half. Like some of that's on coaching. Now, obviously, most of that's on players, but Tell hey, me. at some point that's we gotta do something different on we gotta do something different on defense. Hey, I gotta call a timeout when the jazz, I mean um nuggets you know, are going we, on the run. You know, you know, we only got a certain amount of timeout, so like you know hey, I mean? you can't go home with them. Hey, time, time out, man. They, they within three. Damn, they took the lead. Time out of here. <laughs> you got to talk, man. Because you know yeah, how that I, team is built, man. It's I, Kawhi never been a vocal leader, man. So I get that. I get that. But I just feel as though at, at some point I get I get the coaching. Like I get I get coaching. You know what I mean? That's so you don't think you should have been fired. Hey, that's what it sounds like to me. No, no, no. I just I feel as though they should have they should have split ways. You know what I mean? Okay. It, it wasn't it wasn't working. You know what I'm saying? Um, they should have split ways, but I was just asking just as far as like at some time you got like I said, you got Paul George, you got Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. Like they they gotta they gotta wear that. It's definitely they, on them first and foremost. It's they, on they Kawhi. 
It's yeah. on Kawhi. It's on Paul. Like you said, those those cats getting paid the big money. Those the cats getting the max contracts. Exactly. Um, That's just like if LeBron, LeBron, when they was in Miami, he, he wore all of that. Facts. He That's wore all fact. of that. That's you a know fact. what I'm saying? So whenever people don't even talk about Wade when they talk about that, boy, uh, it's it's, it's the, nobody the just plays Brian. If you looking at them as right. if you look if you looking if you looking at them as Kawhi, I would say top five in the league right now. Mm-hmm. I would say PG top ten in the league. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got a top five, you got a top ten player, you got you got a six man of the year winner um, of this this year. Then you got you you can really rename the six man award after Lou Will right. like coming and dropping buckets. So I just feel as though at some point. You got Patrick Bev. He's a, a great role player. What he does for that team. Patrick Bev be out there fooling folks, man. <laughs> I Westbrook, mean, Westbrook told y'all he running around fooling hey, people, fouling, hey. talking <laughs> shit. I'm tired of Pat Bev, man. I'm tired. I'm tired of his but, ass. You know what? I'm, I'm just saying that. Damn. As a team, it's just like yo, you, the players gotta. You gotta, gotta look yourself that. in the mirror. You gotta own that. Like yo, we, we tricked this up. That's a fact. They definitely tricked it off. Um. I, I, to me, it looked like Kawhi just got he got tired down the stretch, and um, Paul, Paul Paul George never found. I feel like he never got in a real rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't show up, and in the playoffs, you're gonna need two dogs to show up. Even when the top dog may be off a little bit, the other one got to step up. You know, and you've seen it. You've seen it all playoffs with um, Jokic and Murray. You've seen it with yeah. LeBron and AD. Mm-hmm. Um, you just see it like that's what you need, and uh, that 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 Heat that Heat team. I just feel like they squad. You know, hey, what I like. Mean? Them. Jimmy Butler, he'll score 12 points, but then they'll still have Duncan Robinson. Yeah. He Tyler, will. Bam you know, might go Cam. off. I like it's it. A, I like it's it. A, yeah, it's, it's a team effort, man. It's a mob, man. And, uh, and and Jimmy is clearly still that alpha. He's still top dog. But them boys ride, man. You you yeah. never know. They play, they play good team ball. They play with the right mindset. Um, I think Iggy, I think Iggy will be big. He's gonna come Experience. up big in the finals. He had his best hey, game six. in the last. Last game, I was just looking. He's six six years in a row in the finals. Six straight, six straight. And you know, you know better than most. It ain't all about what show up in the box score. Oh, man. Sure. Some guys for that's sure. on the sideline or in the locker room or after a game, maybe just gather the guys. But hey, hey, bro, I've been here before. Like this, mm-hmm. is what we need. You know what I mean? Because you got a young group, and uh, I think the bubble honestly helped that Heat team out a lot. Uh, but them boys thriving, man. They're young, they're hungry. Pat Riley running the show. Spolstra. Has done a phenomenal job, great, great uh, job this year coaching. So um I'm excited about this final. Like you said, I hope it's a good finals. Uh what are you going into game one? What are you what's your Lakers keys to victory? Um LeBron has to come out aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of times he'll come back, you know, try to come out, try to get his teammates involved. I feel as though he has to come out aggressive. Like mm-hmm. if he comes out aggressive, set the tone. Um, AD going, he's going to get his, you know what I mean? I just don't think it could be a situation where, um, LeBron go, goes out and score 15 points. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I need, I need LeBron to be aggressive, um, driving to the, driving to the rim. Obviously you make the correct basketball play, you know what I mean? Cats, you know, three cats on you shoot, mm-hmm. you know, dish it out, but I need him to be aggressive coming out the gate. Okay. How about I, I, you? How I mean, about I think, you with, uh, with the heat? I think the other guys, it's about the other guy. I think Jimmy going to be Jimmy. Um, you know, the other guys got to show up. Hero, Robinson, um, you know, guys got to hit open shots. 
Mm-hmm. Just be just be reliable every week. I mean, every every game, but starting with game one, you know, get that confidence. Because they come out and get the first game against the Lakers. Like, you come out and get the first one. And like you said, a lot of these cats, you got to think, Hero is 20. Robinson is young. Man, all these cats are young, so they grew up looking at Bron like, you know, this is LeBron James. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's different. It's kind of how when I came in, like, damn, it's Peyton Manning. I'm playing with Peyton. Mm-hmm. I'm playing with Tom Brady. Like, it's still some of that. But then when you go out there and beat him, or you up 14 on Peyton now, it's like, okay, now I got to get this win. So I feel like it's going to be the same thing. So getting this win, game one, you know, I think game one will be uh, very um, – it'll let us know how this series going to go. If Lakers come yeah. out and just handle business off the rip, it'll be ugly. But I think, um, like you said, I think they got a, g- a great locker room, the way they yeah. – the way the locker room is set up. Because like you said, Jimmy Jimmy Butler's the alpha man. I don't think he's mm-hmm. going to allow them – to even come into the game looking at LeBron like that. And then you got Andre Iguodala. Um, like you he done faced him in the finals. Him, yeah, yeah six years in a row. And then people forget about Udonis has him on that sideline. Yep. Well, he – I'm pretty sure he's really, you know what I'm saying, them young guys is um, mm-hmm. on the bench in the locker room. Like, look, this is what we need to do. So I'm pretty sure – I think the young guys will come out ready now. You know, obviously, if they nervous. We're going to see, man. It's, it's uh, different, yeah. though. When you was a rookie in that Super Bowl – I wasn't there, but you can't tell me that it wasn't a little different on that uh, stage. You know what? I was more nervous for that first game when we played Eli and mm-hmm. and the Giants in New York than I was the Super Bowl because wow. because the older guys had kind of put it in my head, put it in our head like, "Yo, you just played. We just played the Patriots two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That was our Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying?" <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and and the older guys was like, "Look, we just gonna come out here and do what we do." Like, you know, what I mean, obviously it was a little bit of jitters, but mm-hmm. I had more jitters in my first that first game that year against the uh, Giants than I did the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, you might be right, especially with it being in a bubble this year, and it's mm-hmm. not like you're going out to you know Staples or you even in American Airlines, and it's like oh mm-hmm. NBA Finals and all the theatrics that comes with that. You're in the yeah. same bubble you've been in for the yeah. last few months, last, so yeah. with some different. Some different painting on the floor, so uh, yeah, you you got you might be on to something right there. So um, yeah. it'll be interesting, man. But yes. hope for hope for a good series, a man. Good series, LA and five, baby. I'm, I'm still sticking with the Heat and six, man. So hey, we are gonna do this show next week and be bugging. Come on here and talk about he got hey, LA. It ain't, it ain't been a good week for me picking, man. So hopefully, I start off right at least, man. But yeah, man, another episode, man. Another episode in the books. I don't know where we at now. We we stacking these things up, but uh, them up. another good episode. Uh, had a great interview with Kenny Moore. Hope mm-hmm. you guys enjoyed that. Uh, we we'll back on here Thursday. Y'all catch us Thursday, man, for the watch along with the Jets, bro. I don't know how long we gonna be on with this game. I ain't gonna lie, it's a stink one. Jets Broncos <laughs> watch Stank. along. Man to man, join us live. We answer a bunch of questions every week. Every time we jump on YouTube, man, subscribe to the channel, follow, listen to all of us, all that good stuff, man. Uh, another another one in the books, man. Darius yes, Parker, Antoine Bethea, another episode of Man to Man Pod. Love, we out. Peace.